Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown man run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Anything from a game used action, get down. Lost in the lights. Oh, How far will he go? Yes! Here he comes around third. Bobby Witt Jr. has an inside-the-park home run. Home run call a day. Always a good way to start your day. Always a great way to keep the week going in fine fashion. And that's exactly what we do here on Baseballs and Boring at BB Isn't Boring. Twitter, Instagram, go to the socials, buy the t shirts, buy the book, the whole ball of walks, and rate, review, subscribe. You'll be happy you did. You'll be happy you did today, certainly, because we got a great one, a great podcast coming your way. A story that should be talked about, will be talked about in years to come, uh, and we're going to get out ahead of it. The inside story of maybe one of the most impactful trades at the trade deadline, which we probably aren't going to see the benefits of for the next few years. But here we go. Here's what we're talking about. The Dodgers just signed a 19-year-old Korean right-handed pitcher, Young Suk Jang. And the the signing was for just under a million dollars. So when we talk about the trade deadline, what are we talking about? How does this incorporate into this signing? Well, Los Angeles at the deadline, well, at, right around the deadline, I'm sorry, and on Friday, 
The Los Angeles Dodgers traded Maximo Martinez and Aldrin Batista to the White Sox for the needed international bonus pool space to sign Jang. And we saw the press conference just earlier this week from South Korea where Jang is introduced. High school pitcher, 97 miles an hour, wipeout breaking stuff, certainly, certainly would be a high fur trial pick if he was in the United States coming out of high school. So this guy is potentially a really impactful pitcher going forward. Now, obviously, we know high school kid, high school kids, there's no guarantees. It's going to take a while to figure out what's what when it comes to him. But still, if we're talking about a first-round talent and somebody actually signing him, well, there you go. It's of note. And when we talk about things here on Baseball Isn't Boring, we don't just want to talk about them. We want to take it next level. And that's exactly what we did. We turned to the guy who oversees all of Asian scouting for the Los Angeles Dodgers, Pacific Rim, and that is John Diebel. Longtime scout, used to scout for the Red Sox, scout for the Dodgers for a long, long time now. And he, along with obviously his team out there, with the Dodgers, were the ones who were able to lock up Chang. And so when we talk about, when we talk to John Diebel, it is a great conversation. Deebs is the guy who takes us behind the scenes of how they tracked Chang, the young pitcher, how they ended up signing him, what this might mean to the organization, some great stories about scouting, and we throw in some great, great tales from when they, he was scouting and trying to sign Shohei Itani as a high schooler back when they were with, with, with the Red Sox. So it, it's just... Uh, it's, it's a fascinating look at how high-end talent can sometimes be procured and from a guy who is entertaining, who's insightful, who's experienced, all of that. And it just so happens that this latest example might be a really, really impactful one going forward and one which you are going to want to scream to from the mountaintops, say, I know what happened with young Suk Jang. I know what happened when it came to that picture. I remember when that happened. Here's what happened because John Tebel told us so. And also joining us in the interview, the great Sean Spradling of WBC Central, our international baseball expert. He knows what's what with so many things, and he even gets in some great Australian baseball talk at the end of the podcast. It's just a good time, man. Rate, review, subscribe. All right, here is the great John Diebel. All right, one of the finest baseball minds that I know of, one of the best people that I know, uh, and one of the people I love talking to, John Diebel, director of, uh, now I'm going to forget, <laughs> director of, Pacific Baseball Operations for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Is that close enough? That'll do. <laughs> give me your title. Give me your title, Deves. Please, give me your title. Director of Asian – just Director of Asian Pacific. Thank you. All I know is that here's, – here's your title. Straw that stirs the drink. The, the guy who gets <laughs> stuff done. Uh, and joining us, Sean Spradling, of course, of uh, WBC Central. Our guy when it comes to all things international baseball. Sean, what's going on? How's it going? I'm excited to talk to John. I've, John's been everywhere on Twitter the last 24, 48 hours. Uh, I listen, I woke up in the middle of the night and I saw, started seeing him in press conferences in a suit. 
And I, and you're thanking Deeps. You're thanking the people who get did, did. Did someone give you a suit? Like what? What was that about? Like now, now you're thanking clothiers for for suits. What's happening? Well, the guys down in Melbourne hooked me up with a suit. I don't have a suit. <laughs> I live on the I live on the Gold Coast in Australia now, and uh, it's uh, flip flops and shorts and t shirts. So uh, yeah, so you look they, good, they man. When I met, you look good. You look good. You look good. Thank you. The, the uh, all right. So you had to get the suit because of the press conference. Uh, the Dodgers signed South Korean pitcher, nineteen year old Young Suk, or nineteen or eighteen or nineteen. 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 Young Suk Jung. Uh, I'm going to say it as he said real quick, um, and I, I hope I pronounce it correctly, and I, I'll get better as it goes. But I think that uh, I find this awesomely exciting and also interesting. This this acquisition, and I and in Deeps, we've talked a lot about a lot of players going back to Dice K, you know, about the um, the, the, the 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 trail that leads you there. And I just find this so interesting. So I'm just going to open the floor for you, and about if you could get, paint the picture of. When maybe the first time you saw him play, um, how and how long this took, the process that it took, anything you want. I think this is this is your baby because because this should be your shining moment. Because I love this acquisition. As someone said, this might be we might look back at this Debs as the best trade deadline acquisition of this year because obviously the Dodgers trade a couple guys for the international slot money. To, am I wrong that to, to lock things up here? Yes, that's, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So, so take me back. Take me, take me through it. Yeah. So, uh, back in 2020, I was down at a field in in Daegu, and this kid came out onto the mound, and he was like, you know, he was he was a pretty big size kid, and he he threw one inning, and it was all fastballs, punched out three, and it was like, wow, who's this guy? And uh, you know, from there, we just started tracking him. Um, you know, in the times we saw him, it's really interesting. Um, I'm really close to BK Kim and, you know, we go out for dinner a lot when I'm here. He's become a, a absolute legend of Korea now. He's on every reality television station. He's got restaurants. He's got burger places. So we're out for dinner one night and he said to me, he goes, all oh, you scouts, you sign, you sign base uh, pitches that strike out one or two a game. When Chan Ho Park and myself were in high school, we'd punch out 22. Well, this kid's the same. He, my, I saw him here last week and he struck out uh, 15 in six innings. And um, But we just kept tracking him and tracking him. And, you know, it was funny. When we had the All-Star game in LA, we had a – we thought the international draft might come in. So we did a mock draft. All the international scouts did a mock draft. And I was last. And uh, <laughs> I had this kid at number one. Really? So not think. Yeah, so I had him at number one out of all our international guys. And wow. everyone looked at me. We put the video up on the board and, and not really thinking that it would be any chance of, of getting him because, you know, when you're up the top Boston of the sun, you don't get the money, same amount of money as uh, the teams that are on the bottom. So it's sort of a disadvantage, uh, especially in the Asian market. Um, the hardest thing for me, uh, me is that, you know, you've got to wait till they finish high school. So... Um, anyway, we followed him and, you know, Andrew had said that, you know, we've got an opportunity to get some money. What do you think about Jang? And I'm like, damn, I'm all in. 
So that we started the process and, um, you know, we met with the kid and he's a fantastic kid and he's right into analytics. And I was just saying before, he's a rule. You know, what I've learned that 50% of people in this world learn by what to do. The other 50% learn by why. And this kid is a big time why. He wants to know answers. You know, if you're going to change his grip, he'll want to know why. Mm. And, uh, but he's, he's right into his delivery, the analytics, and, and uh, he's got an, a real competitiveness to him. He wants to win. He wants to be good. Um, so, yeah, so look, the, we started showing him presentations and that, and, you know, he ended up signing with us for less than what he was offered. He was offered really? big money for next year. Yeah. So he wanted wow. to be a Dodger, and, uh, yeah, he took less money to be with us Um than what he had been offered. And especially for next year, a lot of teams wanted him to um, sign with them for next year. But uh, we just get so much support from the front office with Andrew and Gomer and, and Ishmael Cruz that we were able to do this. And, uh, you know, what if we come up with a player, they're always open to saying, okay, let's get this done. So um, the support of the front office, anything we do has been fantastic. And you know what? It was the same in Boston. You know, we had a great run with Matsuzaka, Okajima, Tozawa, uh, uh, Atchison. Uh, we all signed out of Asia. You know, even Suwe Lin. So, yeah. you know, we had a lot of success with the with the Red Sox, and, and it's the same with with the Dodgers. So, a big part of this, anytime you know, you especially have younger kids, is relationships, and 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 you getting to know whether it's the kid, the family, them trusting you. Them, you, you showing them the presentations. Talk to a little bit about that, about developing the whatever relationship you did and how that actually works and how it worked that in this case. Look, it's really difficult because they don't speak the language. And, you know, Jang's no different. He doesn't speak any English. So um, our scout here, Dean Kim, did an amazing job getting to know the kid. And, and, and as I said before, he asked a lot of questions and, you know, to get this kid's trust, uh, it takes some time. So now Dean and him are just, they're like brothers. So um, they're talking all the time. And, and you know, I didn't really have a massive part in it in regards to just because of the language barrier. You know, I talk to him a bit and laugh with him. and But, um, you know, Dean has to translate everything. So, you know, you, you're spending double the time. Um, he lost his father a couple of years ago. So, you know, we didn't know much about the dad. I only met the mum yesterday. She's a lovely lady, but, again, speaks no English. He has a, a little sister, again, no English. So, you know, it's really tough. You can't just sit there and have a conversation. But um, just a fantastic kid, you know, like he laughs. He, yeah, I signed a kid out of Korea three years ago that won Dodger Pitcher of the Year, um, kid by the name of Choi, and he's got a very, very similar personality. So, uh yeah, so we've, we've, we've grabbed a couple of kids out of Korea. Um, the Korean KBO aren't overly happy because this kid was going to be the first-round pick. He's the first kid that's ever made the national team out of high school. So he's on the Korean national team for the Asian Games, and, um, yeah, he's a special talent. So um, I'm glad to get him. And But, yeah, oh, in, in regard to the, the communication stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to get you, you don't have BK? You don't have Young Young Kim, like, like come in and, and say, hey, listen, let's go out to Chili's or something. Let's, oh, no. Yeah, look, 
I've used BK a couple of times in in helping us in different things, but at the end of the day, he's a rock star here now. You've got no idea the popularity <laughs> of this guy. He's on a show like Survivor, similar to Survivor. Um, he's got all these reality TV shows. And, Is he a host? Yeah, he can't walk. Does he host um, it? No, he, he does. A, he's a contestant. Um, but And they also, he's got another reality show where they talk about um, uh, stars or celebrities' businesses. So he opened up in Gwangju two years ago. He opened up a hamburger shop. And we went down there. The queue to get in was like two miles long when he opened up. And he was in there flipping burgers for the cameras like he was. <laughs> he's actually a really good guy. Oh, no. I, a, yeah. It's great. It's great. He's got, uh, he's, he go has ahead. a Thai restaurant. He has a Thai restaurant in a place called Itaewon, which is a really upmarket restaurant. He has a Thai restaurant there. He still has a sushi shop in San Diego. So, yeah, he's busy. He's a hard man to get a hold of. Man, he's, he's, a good guy, he's a good guy to know, so good for you. Uh, before, Sean, yeah. before you ask a question, let me ask you this. And this is the low-hanging fruit um, question, which is, all right, Debs, if, if this kid's going into the MLB draft, is, is he, like, top five, top ten, like – because, you know, obviously a high school pitcher, the guy that you're describing, it seems like there's not a lot of kids like this. No. Look, he's up to 97 with four pitches. He's got a plus changeup. Breaking ball. You know, I said yesterday, his breaking ball at times reminds me of Josh Beckett's. So, um, you know, I've been asked this question a couple of times. I don't know the answer because I'm really not involved in the amateur side of things. But mm. I would assume he'd be a first rounder somewhere. Yeah. Um, you know, he's at the top five or top ten picks. Um, I would assume he would be a first rounder, but when you're on this side of the world, it's sort of you're not out there looking at high school kids, and you know you get to spring training and there's that much going on there. You don't really <laughs> see a whole lot. So, and you know, I've, I've got basically Japan, Korea, Taiwan, China, Australia, and everywhere over Europe, and um, professional and amateur. So it's it keeps you busy, and I don't really get a a, a big grip on what's what's going Listen, on. All, on that all, 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 all you need to see is ninety seven with a Josh Beckett breaking ball. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll put words in your mouth. He will be a first round pick. Sean, what do you got? <laughs> that sounds pretty good to me. I would take that, um, John. I I mean, this is an honor. You're an international baseball legend. So thanks for uh, coming on with us. This is great. Um, I wanted to uh, talk about one thing you mentioned. For me, covering international baseball, the the hardest part of kind of bringing the whole international baseball world together is the language barrier. A lot of people speak many different languages in the baseball world, and so it's hard to communicate effectively and uh, be able to uh, get to know so many people in in these different like different regions around the world. Um, so because of that, I didn't see hardly any hype, anything about him about this this young stud pitcher, obviously, for a while in high school in Korea until maybe a month ago when people, a couple English sources in Korea started to post more about him on Twitter. What is the, uh, I guess, in Korea, what is the um, vibe around him? Are people excited? Do people know his name? Or is it more unknown as well over there? No, he's really well known. And, and 
But that was evident with the press conference yesterday. There was 100 media there and 10 television stations. It's been on television here just everywhere. Phenomenal. And there were people waiting outside, girls giving him flowers and taking photos, and, and yeah, it was a big deal. Look, he, in 2020, he was sort of sitting 90 to 94, but he doesn't go to one of the big powerhouse schools. His school's down south, um, down towards Pusan, so he probably doesn't get the notoriety that the big schools, the Boogiels, the, the Seoul High Schools, um, you know, these types of, of um Daksu is another big school. But the other thing is, too, you know, it's something I want to talk to MLB about, that the high school coaches, they don't want to give you any, they don't want to let you in the school. They don't want who, they don't want the kids going because what happens is, and I think it's something that needs to be addressed. Um, if, if, like, for instance, Jan comes to the Dodgers, their school for five years loses funding. Wow. Um, and it's in regard to bats and balls. So the coaches don't want to send the kids to America because they lose for five years. So his high school now is going to lose five years' worth of funding from the KBO. And, um, you know, we're not allowed to give bats and balls. And, you know, I just wonder if there's something that can be done with MLB because, you know, it's stopping a lot of kids from coming because the coaches won't let you into the schools. That's um, a huge hit. Yeah. And it might be, I think it's about five, I've asked the question a few times, I've had a few different answers, but I think it's probably about five to $8,000 US worth of equipment a year. I think, you know, and that over over five years, that's a lot of equipment. And, and, so, and um, they, won't let, they won't let the the, the Dodgers or the ML, who doesn't let you guys just say, hey, here's some balls and here's some bats here, here's some funding. Well, you can't do that yeah. these days. You know, and and you know we're 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 not going to break that rule, and and um yeah, but you can't you can't do that anymore. In the old days, you you could do it, um I, I believe, but um yeah, you, you can't do that now. So like we had an instance last year at Duxu High School, the coach he just would not let us in the front door because there was another Jang last year that ended up staying in Korea. But you know, it makes your job really difficult, and because they don't, it's completely different to a high school or a college in America. But they don't want you in their schools. They don't want you talking. Japan's worse. You know, really? I, I, remember, I remember saying to Ship one day, I, f- I said to Ship, I, I said, I, I, found, I, found, I found one. And he, and he <laughs> said, where, where? And I was down south in Okamoto or something like that. I tried to get to the kid and the coach just would not let me get to him. And I was talking to Ship, I don't know, five or six years ago. I said, do you remember that guy? I said, I, I found one down south. He goes, yeah. I said, you know who that is? He goes, yeah, it's Yanagita who might be the best player in Japan now, but he's getting older now, but couldn't get to him. We just couldn't get to him. And even with Tozawa, you know, that was a nightmare trying to get to him. Um, You know, and and different players when I was with the Red Sox, you know, we tried to get Sagano out of high school, the famous pitcher with the Giants, Yumiuri Giants. We couldn't get to him. Um, Nakata was another one. Ship and I, we could could write a book uh, or, or, or have a movie on some of the things that uh, we had to do to try and find players. It's classical. I mean, I, it's I love talking. I love talking to you anyway. But like every time I talk to you, I learn something. The, the existence <laughs> that you guys have lived, you're you're not lying, man. Like you could you could absolutely write a book. It's it's such a uh, I don't want to say weird world, but such a unique world. And and you guys have to be really good at what you do in order to get the stuff done. 
in order to land where you landed, uh, Deeps, in uh, in that press conference, which, by the way, I, I was going to say maybe that was your biggest press conference, but it probably wasn't because Daisuke was pretty well, big. <laughs> Daisuke was big. The Olymp- managing the Olympic team, the Australian team in Australia was pretty big. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it was – It was. Uh, you know, I was like, oh, my God, let's just sign this kid. But And, and you know, the Korean people were saying, you know, it doesn't work this way. You know, the Red Sox just signed a, a, a nice pitcher from Seoul High School who didn't want to have a press conference, I got told yesterday. But they signed a nice uh, right-hand pitcher out of um, Seoul High School. But, um, Do you know his yeah, name? It, it's, uh, yeah, I've forgotten it. Oh. That's okay. We'll... Yeah. We just, we yeah. just, want, we just um, want to break the news to everybody. <laughs> yeah, well... Well, gee, it might not even be public. I'm sure it is, yeah. but um, he's a low-key kid. But, yeah, he's up to 95. They've got some good arms here. Got some really good arms in Taiwan at the moment. And um, getting back to ship, you know, we <laughs> one, many years ago we went up to the mountains in Osaka to try and sign this Nakata, who, who's the first baseman for the Yumuri Giants. So ship and I got this taxi up this mountain, and it was forever. Like, it was like we're going to the moon. So we got up there. We weren't allowed in there. So Ship was a famous rugby union player in Australia. He could have played rugby union for Australia. There was a rugby union game going on next door. So he's out there throwing the ball and we're pretending we're tourists because we wanted to see Nakata. Anyway, the training finished. The guy hit 56 home runs off a machine over the fence. So we're like, we're going to sign this guy. We're up in the mountains and we're like, Holy shit, how are we going to get back? And it was, we couldn't get a ride back. And I reckon we walked down this mountain like this for like four hours. I had runners on, I had um, tennis shoes on, ship had proper shoes on, and we were dying, absolutely dying, walking down the hill. And it was, and after three hours, we come across, we come across a, a like a teppanyaki place in the middle of nowhere going down the hill. Started raining. We had nowhere to go, and uh, we ended up going into the Teppanyaki Bar, and we sat down there, and we had like five beers each because we just couldn't <laughs> face. It took us another hour or so to get a taxi to get out of there. So, uh, oh, yeah, man. we've had some fun along. We've had some fun along the way, but we got up the top of this mountain. We had no way to get off it. <laughs> and did you, you sign the guy? Did you sign the guy? No, nah, he stayed in Japan again. We could never get to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of all the things we tried. We, we could never get to him. So, uh, yeah, that's all right. I often, <laughs> I, I can probably tell it now. We, we actually stuck a knot. We found his hotel. Like in, in Osaka, there's nine million hotels. We found his hotel and we put an offer on. We found his room number and we put an offer under his door. <laughs> I'd love to speak to him now and ask him, did he ever receive that offer? <laughs> oh, man. These stories are great. The, uh, so you, you talk about high school kids. So I remember, uh, when we were talking about Otani, Eddie Romero said that when he saw Otani, he's the best high school pitcher he had ever seen. Like, what was your – would that be the same with you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He um, – you know, I put a I put a role – what we used to use well, – 1A with the Dodgers, uh, with the Red Sox back in those days. But Eddie, same thing. We had contacts in uh, in his hometown in, in – um, uh, Hanamaki and we got into the, Eddie through my contacts. We're able because there was media everywhere. Um, 
at his high school, like just everywhere, hanging outside the school. So we got a special, Eddie will tell the story too, we got a special taxi. They drove us in the back and we got our own private workout with him. So, uh, you know, we got close there, but... Um, <laughs> And you, know, you, again, you guys, you, you guys thought you had it. You guys thought you. I think it was you and the Dodgers, right? Thought you had a good chance um, of signing him out of high school. No, no, no. I was with the Red Sox then. No, we no, no. But, but, but I, but I thought that the Dodgers were the other team in on him, like heavy. Yeah, and, well, yeah. yeah, that I think so. But you know what? When you talk to everybody, you know, I talked to people from Seattle. They thought they were going to sign him. San Fran thought they were going to sign him. And, <laughs> but again, you know, in Japan, it's never been done. Uh, you know, like Tozawa, I feel so bad for Tozawa because they've got the Tozawa rule in Japan and he was suspended for three years after he finished his professional career. And even now, you know, I talk to him now, he went to go into the draft two years ago and, and they basically wouldn't take him, no team wow. would take him. So he's back He's back at his industrial league now playing. He played in Taiwan wow. last year, but, you know, he's um, – so no one's ever done it and uh, – you know, and they frown upon it. And look, when I was with the Red Sox, we tried to sign Kikuchi. We thought we had Kikuchi done. We tried to sign Otani. We tried to sign Sagano. You know, we we tried and tried. And you know, I've even had a person from up. It's really funny. Um, Hanamaki, which is way north of Tokyo, they've the same school as Kikuchi, Otani, um, Suzaki. Roki Sasaki's just up the road. So a little little country town have produced probably three of the best wow. uh, Japanese players that have been successful in the big leagues. So wow. out of one little tiny town with rice paddocks and and you know not a lot of ha- not a lot happens up there. That's for sure. And, and and you have a coach standing at the door not letting you in, so you have to take a taxi around the back of the building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the coach let us in, but. They just didn't want the speculation of the media with teams going in there. Yeah. So the coach the coach was the one that, you know, sort of got us in the back door. And okay. we had a massive advantage with the people we knew up there. But look, it still didn't matter. He was he was gonna go to, to Japan and, and you know, I guess everyone thought they were gonna get him when he came to the States too. So um, you know, I know that while I did know that he wanted to go to an American League club where he could DH. So, you know, that put the National League clubs out of out of it. But I saw him in high school and Logan White, who was with the Dodgers at the time, him mm. and I were at the field. I saw him touch 100 miles an hour in high school and hit a ball over the batter's eye on the same day. So, um, <laughs> yeah, obviously he, he was special then, but uh, he's such a good player. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Uh, this last thing for me, and before, Sean, if you have anything else, but Steve's like this, having that moment, like you've you've had a lot of, of, of great accomplishments and getting guys, but having the moment like you just had, where you're out there, like everything that goes into it. I know I know it's hard because you're moving on. You're going to back to Australia or whatever you're going. But it's still, I mean, can you can you enjoy this? Let let us help you enjoy this, Steve, right? Let us help <laughs> you enjoy this. This is this is a, like a, a great thing. This could be a great story. We'd never know how any pitcher is gonna end up or any player is gonna end up. Yeah. But to get a kid this talented, uh, and to go through everything you have and and then, you know, all of it. And then to land so what I'm trying to say, Steve, to feel good about yourself. I hope you feel good about everything. Yeah, look, I've still got a passion. You know, when we were at Boston, we had this thing. We wanted other teams to say, what the hell just happened? 
And uh, that was our sort of motto that everyone just looked back and go, damn, what just happened? Red Sox signed these guys. What happened here? <laughs> and I've still got that passion and I, I, I still, you know, get off on that type of, you know, what just happened? You know, we were able to get in there and get the guy. And, and uh, so I've still got a passion for that. And But you know what? We've got to move on now and move on. And that's someone in LA said to me yesterday, they said, oh, my God, you're moving on to the next guy. I go, yeah, he's not my problem anymore. <laughs> he's player development's problem now. So where does he go? Where, do you have any idea or what's he do now? Um, look, he'll go over for his physical in October. Um, and he'll probably end up going to early pitching camp. He graduates from high school in December. He'll go over probably mid to late January. Um, we want to get him out of career. Well, he wants to get out of career as quick as possible. It gets really cold here, November, December, January, February, freezing. And um, But also just to get him on the on the right track and get his programs right. But, you know, that's all going to be relying on how quick his visa comes through and, and – uh, but he's super excited to get out of here and get started. And as I said, we signed another Korean kid a couple of years ago, so he's going to sort of take care of him and and um, we'll get him a translator and he's learning English. And, um, yeah, so hopefully next year he'll be on his way. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast well so sean is the best covered the wbc better than anybody ever like he he so i'll give you a little background on sean so sean Got in the found the WBC niche a year or so ago, Sean. I'm 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 not telling the story right, but <laughs> there is nobody better on social media that covered the WBC than Sean, and that's how we get to know him. And so this is your opportunity, Sean, to get the inside dirt on on the team Australia <laughs> for 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 the next one, right? Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, the Australian baseball community on Twitter is fantastic. It's yeah. it's so yeah. fun because I, uh, like Rob said, I've been trying to follow uh, all 20 teams that participated in the WBC as well as the play teams and qualifiers because no one really does that. They cover all of the teams. Yeah. It's more like 
the Australian account, they follow the Australian team and maybe like the Dominican reporters, they'll follow the Dominican team, whereas there's not really one that covers all of world baseball. So I've been trying to get to know yeah. players and, and coaches and, and media personnel from uh, across the world. Um, and the Australian baseball community is so much fun. Todd Van Steensel is is hilarious on Twitter. Yeah. He, he's he's such a good source. Guys like that, they're just so much fun. Yeah, Todd's um, he's out there, isn't he? He's uh, <laughs> he's, uh, he's an interesting cat, Todd. But uh, look, we got we got some really good players coming through in the minor leagues, and um, you know we've still got some veteran guys that, that, you know, the Glenn Dennings and the Whitefields and these types of guys mixed in. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's some kids coming through and, you know, the baseball, uh, the future's bright and our Australian Baseball League, it just keeps getting better and better. Um, so, um, you know, I, I think the next one, you know, we should be right up there where we were this year. Well, John, I real quick, I, I would say that the the consensus when it came to the WBC projections was – that that pool that Australia was in, it was going to be it, everybody had it chalk. It was Japan and Korea coming out of that pool, and Australia getting uh, eliminated in that first round. That didn't happen. Australia was phenomenal in that pool stage, and the crazy thing is, I mean, they didn't even have a couple of their top bats like Mead and Bazana is, is is coming up soon. So, what do you expect from I guess twenty twenty six and going forward with Australian baseball? Yeah, well, you put uh, Mead into that lineup and Bizarro and, and um, you know, a few of the older guys will be probably gone, um, I would imagine. Um, I don't have a lot to do with it. But, you know, we've got some young arms coming through that uh, are exciting, the Bidwas, the uh, um, Wynards, and the, um, there's a lot of young kids that are in, in the low minors in, you know, in a couple of years' time. You know, you would think they'll be in double AA, triple A. Um, mm-hmm. um, we've got a kid with the Dodgers, Wallace, that we signed, who was a, a javelin thrower. I signed him out of Australia. He's a, he was the number one javelin thrower in Australia, and he's up to 95 now. He's only 18, but he's raw. But, um, yeah, so, look, the future's bright. We've got a lot of good arms. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing we've always really struggled with was offense. But, you know, you put Mead and Bazana into that uh, lineup, you know, and, 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 you know, the white fields of the world uh, and – you know, Glenn Denning should still be around. You know, they're still in their 20s. Or Whitefield's still only 25 years old, 26 years old. So, oh, yeah. um, you know, he, he got released, but he needs to change his swing. It's something I've talked to him about. We're going to work on it because he's an 80 defender and he's an 80 runner, but he's trying to hit home runs. And, you know, I know that's the way the game is, but it's just not his game and, mm-hmm. and it's hurt him. So we're going to get him back on track and um, hopefully that, um, you know, he can get back into pro ball somewhere. I remember seeing uh, Whitefield's highlights at the Premier 12, just making diving catches anywhere, everywhere in the outfield. It's it's pretty incredible. So if you can get that bat going as well, that's that's huge. Yeah. Well, he wow. was a professional runner too. He he's run a a ten, I think a ten five hundred meters. So oh. you know he could have basically qualified for an Olympics in Australia in the hundred meters. He he can oh, fly. Man. Um, yeah, so it doesn't really relate to his, his running up the line as much as it should, but he's such an athlete and uh, mm. he just needs to sort of pull it back. You know, he told me last year he wants to hit more home runs. I said, it's not your game. You know, mm. like get on base because he's a menace when he gets on base. He'll steal second, steal third, and he's just a quick twitch, but his outfield play is he, he's as good as there is in the game in centre field. 
I think international, one last question, if you don't mind, Rob, I think international baseball fans, they know Glenn Dinning from the WBC. Of course, they know Whitefield's name and Mead, top one of the top prospects in all of baseball. I think people are starting to learn Bazana's name. Um, possible, I mean, top half of the first round draft pick coming up in this next year, most likely. A lot of people have him going number one overall, being the first ever from Australia to go in the first round, which is phenomenal. Um, is there is there one name that we haven't talked about that you think could play a huge part going forward on Team Australia and the WBC? Well, I think there's two. I think the Pirates, too. I think they're both with the Pirates. Bidwar, kid named Bidwar, he's, he's in the high 90s. Um, and so is um, Wynyard, W-Y-N-A-R-D, I think his name's spelled. Mm. Um, both these kids were sort of under the radar signs and uh, they've done really well. So I think those two kids for sure. Um, you know, we've got also, you know, um, um, uh, Louis Thorpe, Louis Thorpe's back throwing. You know, he had some big league time. He's still only young. Um, you know, he's another guy who I think could really um, help the rotation. You know, he's had quite a bit of big league time, but he's had some shoulder issues, but he's back throwing now. So he could be another one that jumps onto the, the radar on the national team. Man, that's awesome. I, listen, well, every time I talk to you, I'm 10 times as smarter than I was when I started deep. So I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm not that smart. And I'm, I'm 20, not that smart. And I'm told, well, I don't, then I must not really be smart because I, I feel a lot smarter and I'm 20 times more entertained. So it's, uh, it's always good. It, it's, so listen, congratulations on everything. And, um, you're the best, man. Like you're the best. We, we, we miss you here stateside, but uh, if you ever, if you're ever going through and, uh, be, please, please drop in. I got I got t-shirts yeah. and beers for you. <laughs> no, that's great. No, I love my time in Boston. I love the people there. Uh, I still talk to a lot of them. Um, yeah, it was uh, unfortunate how it all ended, but um, you know, I, I really enjoyed my time there, and I love I love the Red Sox too. So um, yeah, so uh, still uh, still have a lot of friends there. All right, man. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.